BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com slash iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling. Welcome to one of those, the show that explores the art of sneaker culture. I'm your host, Adam Butler, back with another episode. Thank you so kindly for being here. So we got a short intro for you guys today because I have a super exciting show to get you guys to. I'm not going to waste a lot of time. We're going to get right to this show because today my guest is my man Omar Bailey. Now Omar Bailey is the co-founder of Factory Lab but he's also the former head of the Yeezy Innovation Lab. So that means a lot of those Yeezys y'all rock. My man has something to do with them man. He's been in the sneaker game for a long time. In fact his story is super fascinating so I'm not going to waste a lot of time. We're going to jump right into it. Without further ado my man Omar Bailey. Omar welcome to the show man. How you doing man? Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Oh man, no problem at all, man. I, I I like what you got back there, bro. It, it, it's looking good. The little the collection's looking good, sir. <laughs> yeah, man. You know some of some of the old product, uh, yeah. some of it I had my hands on, bring into to real life or or help with, um, and and others are just from yeah from my time at Easy Man. So you know I got yeah. all the boxes, lots of other shoes. This is just like a fraction of it. Yeah. There's even just, I got a whole storage unit filled with even more stuff. Oh, that's amazing, man. So let's talk about that. Uh, you 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 started working with Yeezy. Um, but talk to me about how you even got to that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, it's been a long road, man. You know, I'm I'm originally from the from the East Coast and uh born in New York. Nice. You know, both my parents from Jamaica, from the Caribbean. You know, they came to this country with sort of dreams and hopes to like, you know, of the whole sort of white picket fence, like American dream, you know, type thing. And um 
And, you know, I started drawing sneakers when I was seven. It's kind of strange, you know, when I think about it now as a seven-year-old, start drawing sneakers. But, you know, when I reflect and think back on it, it had a lot to do with, you know, in the early 90s, you know, a lot of people who might not be old enough to remember that could be listening to this. You know, when when Jordans first hit the scene, there was a lot of like violence around the shoes, man. Like there was like it was just so much demand and not enough supply. And, you know, the way MJ was just captivating you know, the country and the world through his game and his his charisma and his personality. And all of that just kind of led to this like moment where, you know, there was just so much like so much violence around people wanting to get their hands on the on the shoes. So that really scared the hell out of my parents. And they were like, no way we're buying you these sneakers. Right. Yeah. Um, so I started drawing them as a, as a result of it. I figured if I can have them in real life, then, you know, drawing them on paper uh, was good enough, you know, yeah. for me. So you know, we ended up um, uh, relocating to, to Florida, uh, uh, down in West Palm Beach um, some years later um, after being born and growing up partially in New York City. Um, and I went to art school. And in that art school, I kept drawing sneakers. And all the while, you know, the one thing I'll mention is I never, I never knew that, like, there was a path for footwear. You know, this was like early, mid-90s. So there was no Google there was no Instagram. There was no Facebook. There was none of that shit. It was still, it was still like, you know, maybe like one out of every 10 houses had a computer, if that. And it took like 25 minutes just to get online. So, right. Like, so there was no Google or Yahoo to like search yeah. anything. So it was just strictly based on like my own intuition and East Bay magazine. That was like the thing that I would reference all the time. Yeah, man. All yeah. East Bay's come in, you know, you always look forward to that next one. Like, you know, what new products are going to be? drop in and like and that was my reference point so all my sketches and drawings looked like east bay um ads but i was designing my own shoes but then i would do all the stuff that east bay would do around it whether it was like a graphic for a new shoe coming out or i would guess the weight of the shoe or come up with the name and these are the things that that i did that was the only reference point that i had so i just no, I, I followed that, you know, and um, and and that was uh, that was a really incredible time for me, just in terms of finding myself and sketching and drawing. And then um, you know, I got super lucky, man. And uh, you know, when at my senior year of high school, you know, I, I wasn't a great student either in school. It was more about like for me, it was all about drawing. I like crushed it in my drawing classes, but didn't take the class serious. And that was because I didn't think about going to college. You know, there's a lot of people who don't think about you know, like you trying to figure out what you want to do for your life, with your life and all this stuff. And again, I knew there was, I didn't know there was a path into footwear. I thought the best mm-hmm. that it could get for me was, okay, I'm going to get a job at Foot Locker. Then I'm going yeah. like to work to be the manager. And then maybe I can get to Nike that way. Right. And that was yeah. what I thought, but I was wrong. And then when I was in school, I found out about this, um, this, this school from uh, Detroit, Michigan came to visit, mm-hmm. come on a recruiting visit to recruit students yeah. and they showed portfolio in that portfolio was a pair of shoes that immediately caught my interest i wanted to know like okay what is this about and they explained this program called industrial design and then Mm. industrial design is the pathway that leads you into not only footwear but it can lead you into product design automotive design sort of all these different things so now all of a sudden my mind is blown i'm like oh shit like crazy like how can i like how can i be a part of this so you know, they were like, well, you can apply to get in and get your portfolio right. And that's what I did. And I just, you know, I put my I got my head in my books. You know, I focused on 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 trying to get my grades up. Um, I uh, I got my portfolio diversified. So it was more than just sneakers that looked like they were in an East Bay catalog. But I was yeah. able to do other things. 
and I applied and I got in, man. And, uh, and you know, that was, uh, that was a game changer for me, you know, being able to go that I, I, I bring that moment up because I feel like that was like sort of the first time in my life that I made like a, a real serious decision and like yeah. stayed committed to it and was yeah. able to accomplish something. So, yeah, that is, that is amazing, man. You know, I talk to a lot of people on this show and and people that work in sneaker media, people that, uh, you know, were doing like NFTs, things like that. Right. I, it's rare when I get to talk to somebody that that's on the design side of it and really mm-hmm. hear about like how that was, especially for you, that was always in you. Like you're telling me like I used to read. I, I, I consider myself a huge sneakerhead. I love sneakers. Right. I got East Bay just like everybody else. My inspiration was basketball. And as I mm-hmm. got older, I started appreciating the art behind the sneaker, but I never thought about the technology behind the sneaker and how yeah. you're saying, like, you used to try to guess the weight of the sneaker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. I was my brain always kind of worked like that, which is yeah. which is which is interesting why I am doing kind of what I'm what I'm doing today too. Yeah. You know, sort of a little like fun fact too. My dad, like, you know, he grew up in Jamaica and he actually worked at a he worked at a shoe repair shop. And I didn't find this out till like five, six years ago. Word. And he knows how to make shoes by hand. I'm like, how am I like, you know, 35 and just now finding <laughs> out about this? This is crazy. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but I guess it's in the it's in the blood, man. So yeah. D- definitely, definitely. So witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 join us march 20th live from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring an unforgettable performance by grammy and academy award-winning singer songwriter and composer john batiste The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. You're a guy that, in a, in a time, a very young man that clearly wants to get into the game. You clearly want to get into sneaker design. You you just you right. just walk me through the path of how you got the technical skills and the resume, if you will, to be able to order order. You know, yeah, like the 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 yeah the resume to get to where you wanted to get. How do you end up at Adidas and at Yeezy? Well, shoot, man. So I, you know, so once I, so, you know, once I, I, I got into this school, right. With the industrial design. And then that, like, you know, that led me down this path where, you know, I, I had an opportunity. Actually, I did an internship with Adidas even before working with, with Yeezy. Uh, that was in what, 2004 or something okay. like that. 2003, 2004. Yeah. Um, so New Balance, Adidas, K-Swiss, um, were some of the brands that I got to, you know, that I got to work with, uh, as a, as a college student. And that really just kind of opened up my eyes. And then when I finished school, um, I, I immediately started working for myself. The one thing that the internships taught me that I didn't necessarily want to like work corporate right away. I wanted mm. to like do my own thing. I always had that entrepreneur entrepreneurial type of, of bug in sure. me to like want to work for myself. So my first, you know, my first two clients uh, that I had the opportunity to work with were Gary Sheffield and Allen Houston. They were mm-hmm. both like, you know, still at the top of their game as, you know, chef playing baseball, Al playing basketball. And uh, and they both wanted to do their own shoe. And these two projects brought me to China for the first time. And this is where like things really opened up for me. You know, I thought design was kind of the end all be all, but you find out very quickly that it's just the very tip of the iceberg. Mm. There's all this other stuff that happens beneath the surface when you talk yeah. about supply chain, you're talking about relationship building, you're talking about the factories, logistics, there's so many parts in that. And then you get into the actual production of the shoe, you're talking about materials and processes and applications and kind of how all that stuff came together. So, you know, I became like super obsessed with that. And, you know, I spent many, many years in China. I lived in India, Mm -hmm. actually in a little small town called Haryana for almost three years where I worked with uh, this brand Lotto, an Italian sportswear brand, you know, I ran there. I ran their sample lab and part of their shoe factory and I was mm. designing shoes for the Indian and the Gulf market. So that's like wow. you know, Bahrain and uh, Dubai and Qatar and like all those, all those different countries. Yeah. Uh, I even launched my own brand, you know, mm. out there. I, um, I, I, I had a small factory um, in New York with one of my old business partners. And there we were doing a lot of cool stuff with like people from T-Pain and Terry Crews and Jose Batista. And, yeah. uh, you know, I did work with Supreme and Rockaware for Jay-Z and, and a lot wow. of stuff. So, you know, I had a real, like, I had a very diverse experience, yeah. um, and a very diverse background and, and in terms of, you know, different types of projects and people mm-hmm. I got to work on. And I really, I like, you know, it was, it was as hard as it was, you know, there were many times where I had to you know, didn't have any money or a pot to piss in. And, yeah. you know, I was in my office and just, and, and, and trying to figure out, um, figure out sort of how to get by. But when I reflect on it, those are really some, you know, incredible moments that built me up to this day. Absolutely. 
you know, so they kind of, so, so, you know, that all was kind of packaged in this like 15 year window, all that stuff mm-hmm. that I mentioned that happened. So I was in India, I was in India, I was wrapping up my stuff that I was doing in India. And, um, and, you know, I was thinking about like kind of what was the next move for me and, and Adidas reached out and and mm-hmm. mentioned that, uh, you know, that they wanted to build, a, um, uh, have a, uh, a sample lab or innovation lab or domestic facility yeah. uh, to, to realize Kanye's concepts and bring them to life. And, you know, mm-hmm. they felt like I was a good candidate with a good pedigree to, to run such a facility. I came out mm-hmm. to LA for an interview, you know, met with, met with the, uh, some of the executives at Adidas and, mm-hmm. you know, they, they took me to Calabasas and threw me in a room at yay. And we had a really great meeting. I came out and I had a job and I was the yeah. head of lab for easy and you know i was working with uh with a, a fantastic team of uh of of shoemakers 3d mm-hmm. modelers uh experts and design and many different disciplines and we came together as a yeah. you know as a group mm-hmm. and, and i led my team to be able to uh sort of realize and build some of these concepts um and 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 bring them bring them to life in in, in collaboration with our with our entire team so mm-hmm. you know i did that for three years and it was an incredible experience i even lived in cody wyoming for a year <laughs> and a half that was uh that was a also a very interesting experience as well and, <laughs> You know, we moved our whole facility there and equipment and and resources and had the team there. We continue to deliver product, you yeah. know, at a high clip. So, um, but nah, man, Easy was like a, a a great experience, and you know, it really was positive for me. I felt like mm-hmm. my personality was very much suited for it. You know, I've always been an entrepreneur. I've always had that mindset. And the way that that kind of operated, sort of like a small business within its own, was I thought a yeah. very good fit for me and. uh and yeah, it's the experience that I'll, I'll definitely never forget and yeah. and have uh, with me going going forward. Certainly, man. I mean, you know, I'm 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 sitting here listening to you and I'm blown away by your resume. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when you when you when you see, you know, former head of Yeezy Innovation Lab, you think, OK, Yeezy, great. That's you know, this dude's cool. But like yeah. you have worked with so many brands and i mean you quite literally have traveled the world yeah did you ever think that sneakers could do that for anyone no man if you would have told me you know i was telling somebody this last night if if six years ago somebody told me that you were gonna live in india yeah. And Wyoming, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I would have never believed them in a million years. Yeah, but you know, but no, man. I, you know, I'm super blessed and and really appreciative of it. And you know, very similar to like how you hear athletes talk about their sport, whether it's basketball or soccer or whatever, mm-hmm. gives them the opportunity to, to see the world. Like I feel exactly the same way about footwear, man. Yeah. These things over my shoulder have really like allowed me to spread my wings and you know build incredible relationships with friends all over the world. And I feel yeah. super fortunate to be able to go to places, whether it's, you know, whether I'm in China or whether I'm in Vietnam or, you know, Portugal, or Argentina or Brazil or yeah. South Korea or Japan. And I can pick up the phone and call somebody from, from a previous experience that I had there. And that really, yeah. really makes a difference, especially being like a person of color, you know, in a place like China, bro, like yeah. ain't a whole lot of us, you know, yeah. over there. So, yeah. you know, let me be real clear about that, because yeah. like, you know, when you're when you're there, you stick out like a sore thumb. And I was always just very curious, you know, about about that, about people. And I know they were curious about me there as well. And it also was like, 
you know, it's kind of a bit of an icebreaker to talk mm. to people to really kind of understand like who they are. And it was, and I've always been a networker, you know, like yeah. I've all, that was like, I feel like that was always the one thing that I can control is what came out of my mouth. So like every time I had an opportunity to get in front of somebody, it was all about networking and I guess selling yourself, if you will. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and, and I had that same approach in, in China and, you know, whether I'm in an elevator at a hotel and, you know, somebody's looking at me and, and I'm like, hey, how you doing, man? What's your, mm -hmm. you know, how's your day going? Blah, blah, whatever. Oh, what are you doing here? Oh, I yeah. own a factory. Oh, word for real. Like, oh yeah, I'm in the shoe business. Oh, you should come check my factory out. Then I go yeah. check it out and producing Nike shoes and doing all this stuff. Now all of a sudden I got a new contact. Right. And then that leads from one to the next, to the next, to the next. So, yeah. you know, I, that's the way my mind has always worked. It was just mm -hmm. like constantly connecting the dots, constantly trying to build, you know, relationships. And, and, you know, many times, like I felt more comfortable in some of these other countries than mm. I do right here in the United States sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but, um, and that, you know, and that's the truth, but, um, but yeah, man, no, it's a, like I said, I'm, I'm super fortunate. I never would have imagined in a million years that like, you know, I would have been able to see as much as I have because of, you know, a thing that people like wearing on their feet. Right. Um, but it's been a it's been an incredible, humbling uh, experience that like, you know, I cherish and I really do try to sit back and sort of smell the roses from time to time and revisit you know, just some of these stories that I'm sharing just to kind of remind myself what it took to get here. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the present because and the future, because I think what you're doing right now might be and tell me if I'm wrong, might be your 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 largest endeavor. Right. Like, and, and yeah. yeah, you know, uh, talk to me, man. Factory Lab, what's up with it? So Factory Lab, man. So, you know, I always I've always been an entrepreneur, you know, like I like I said, I started, you know, when I got done with school, I immediately jumped into doing my own thing. You know, I took a little bit of a break to to work with uh, work with Ye and and Adidas. And that was that was an incredible, you know, experience for me. But I always had the intention on wanting to go back and work for myself, you yeah. know, again, always on top of mind. So, you know, really thinking about like kind of what I wanted to do. And I've started I've been a part of factories and creating them here in the United States and helped sort of run some in, in overseas and, and abroad. And mm -hmm. I knew it wanted I wanted to do something around there. And, you know, Factory Lab is basically a domestic um, uh, footwear innovation lab, uh, for, uh, for design and developing, uh, footwear and, and, and realizing, um, realizing ideas and bringing them to life. We do the heavy right. lifting for the concept, right? So like, mm. when you think of you, like, you know, when you think of a shoe like this, mm -hmm. right, like the runner boot, right? Like this, like, sure, you could sketch something like this on a piece of paper and then hand it to hand a sketch to a factory and say, build it or send right. them a tech pack or something. It's a whole other thing when you can actually sit down and really like design and create with your hands, right? There's only so much you can accomplish on a piece of paper. Right. But once you actually have like the product in front of you and the materials in front of you, that's where like the real magic starts to happen. And you start to figure out things or imagine things that you couldn't really visualize before. You know, I always say, you know, um, um, you know, true innovation happens at the factory level. And it's true. Like, you know, you're, you're, you know, sometimes some of the greatest shoes that have been created, many of them have happened by accident, right? Mm. Like you see like material laying on the ground then there's like a piece of rubber over there or something and you put it together you're like oh snap that looks kind of dope let's yeah. keep like dick on that and that's essentially what factory lab does we do the we do the heavy lift for the concept for the design we allow the creators to be the creators and just focus on that it isn't so much about like the about like scaling and and mass production and volume although that's right. the end game 
of course, as a business and as I have investors, that's what our end game is. But you still need a place to be able to develop the idea. And that's that's essentially kind of what we do in a nutshell. And uh, yeah. we've you know, we've been uh, so I started the company uh, in um, was it last summer, uh, mm-hmm. April, April, May 2022. Um, and me and uh, me and my co-founder, uh, Abby. Uh, set a goal and and were able to go out and have a pretty successful seed round of funding raise. Yeah. We were able to raise, uh, do a six million dollar seed round fund, which is I think one of the largest of any black founder of 2022. Yeah, so that's just an incredible accomplishment in its own. And we have some awesome, awesome uh, investors uh, from mm-hmm. you know Lawson and Co. Uh, black based VC out of uh, Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know we have uh, like the um, Relay Ventures. Uh, Aurelian uh, Capital out of Chicago, mm-hmm. uh, a couple brothers out of there. Shout out to Oliver and Cam. Um, you know, then we have uh, Elysium Park Ventures, who's the venture arm of the LA Dodgers. Uh, so, you know, mm-hmm. we, we have some very, very well pedigreed uh, investors um, and a consortium of NBA and NFL players, active and retired, who yeah. come in and invested in, and seen this. And they, you know, they see the same thing that we do, which is that right. this is the future of of not only footwear but for a very very unique business model that could probably apply to like other other types of products you know yeah. as well uh and it's amazing it's it, i feel like all the work everything that's been done over the years over the 20 years or so of being in this business has mm-hmm. led me to this one moment with factory lab and what we're building in los angeles witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other, as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. No doubt, man. I mean, you know, you said something interesting and and, and I'm just I'm mind blown over this. I got to be honest with you. <laughs> I, I just think it's so cool, bro. Like, because, you know, I, I again, as I get older, sneakers are more art forms to me now as they as opposed yep. to I'm not I'm not like hooping in them like I used. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's right. like it's an art form. And when I hear about the inside, like you're saying like, oh, yeah, there's a design. But like with the knit running out, you know, there may have been a piece of material on the ground. It's like a good combination of art. In engineering, yep. a little bit of science, like you know, it's like it's yep. like you, it's like this yeah. gumbo of creativity, and I think it's really really cool. Before I let you go, I do want to ask though. So, if if I'm fully understanding, like, so if you're if you're a small business and you want to design and you're into and you you have a product that you want to bring, is are you the person to talk to to say, hey, I want to come in, I need I need you know to do I need to create this. Are you the yeah. person to talk to? Is that how that works? Yes, we are. And and our plan is, you know, right now we're a bit overwhelmed with uh with with some yeah. with a lot of inquiries right. at the moment. But in theory, yes, we would yeah. be a place that you could come to to sort of to be able to develop that idea and take it into market. And yeah. you know, I have some different ideas on how we can, you know, listen, I, everyone there's tons of people out there. There's kids out there who want, who have great ideas, incredible mm-hmm. ideas that they want to take the market. And not everyone has the money to fund like these type of projects. And I get that. Right. Um, and, you know, eventually my goal is to work towards a place where, you know, not only are we servicing the big brands and the celebrities and all that mm-hmm. stuff, and everything the way that we are now, but also be able to service the underserved, right? Yeah. Like, who are very highly, highly creative and have very, very sharp IQ when it comes to creativity and have incredible ideas, but be able to give them that platform to be able yeah. to take those ideas and bring them to life. And who knows, maybe we find the next Virgil Abloh or the next Jerry Lorenzo and give them that opportunity and that platform to cook and create and yeah. come up with their own concepts. So, you know, I know mad, uh, mad people have reached out to us and, you know, we're getting back to those that we can, but there's only so much that we can do. But I have every intention as this company grows mm-hmm. uh, to be able to accommodate more and more of those kinds of people as well. Super dope, man. Um, I thank you so much for joining the show, bro. Like, I, 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 I could talk to you for three hours. Trust me, man. This is like <laughs> super interesting, man. I encourage everybody to go follow you on social media. Go follow the company on social media if you can. Let them know where they can do that. Yep, you can do that at Factory Lab. So it's F C T R Y L A B, or you can follow me personally, well as well at the Omar Bailey T H E O M A R B A I L E Y. Let's make it happen, man. Thank you so much for joining the show. Let's talk again, okay? Absolutely, man. Appreciate right. it. Thank you so much. Nope. No problem, brother. Listen, didn't I tell you guys he had a great story, man? I'm telling you, I, I was I was blown away listening to him, man. This just shows you how far this thing can go, man. It just with a dream. Just a, a kid that was sketching and guessing the weight of sneakers. Who does that when they're a kid, man? Well, Omar does it. The type of person that ends up owning what's going to be one of the biggest factories in the U.S., I'm calling it right now, man. Shouts out to him. Thank you so much for joining the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, we'll be back next week with more guests. 
Super dope topics. Just keep it locked. I told you things are going to be cool this season. We're off to a hell of a start. I want to lie. All right. If you want to follow me, follow me. MSR underscore Adam. MSR underscore Adam. Follow the squad. On My Feet Network. The at On My Feet Network. And, of course, follow the team. Up on Game Network. Follow us on all social platforms. Remember to mind your mental health. That's super important. I say it every week because I mean it. Mind your mental health. Mind your physical health. You know what it is. You know why you need to do that. But more importantly, please never forget and always continue to be great. I'm up out of here. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com slash iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling.